0: Getting to some NFL now again. Mark Drumheller, Yahoo Sportsbook, joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. So, Mark, I, I saw something a little while ago. I guess Aaron Rodgers was asked if they he was to be sat the rest of the year he would consider the idea. What, what do we make of the Green Bay Packers at this point? What can we do in terms of anything on the betting market with them? And how are you approaching this game against the Bears this weekend?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a real tough situation. I mean, you know, what are they going to do? Jordan Love looks good. It, it's a couple plays, right? At the end of the game, you know, and, and I don't think that they can really move on. Aaron Rodgers just doesn't, appear to me like his history that he would be okay just kind of like sitting on the bench and and letting Jordan Love get reps if they want to go in that direction next year they can but you know they have to go with the guy to give them the best chance to win still and and that's Aaron Rodgers. and you know they have a chance to kind of finish this uh, season out competitively you know I don't think they're much of a playoff threat obviously um the season didn't go as expected but um you know they've always had the Bears number and you know it's Uh, it's really tough to back, you know, Chicago in this situation, especially, you know, with the challenges they have on defense. And if, you know, the Packers can get their offense right and, you know, control the tempo of the game, I think they're probably the right side, but I'm not running to the window to back them.
2: Mark, your Eagles got a tough one this week at home against the Titans. Titans streak last week got snapped of uh, covering in seven straight games, but Vrabel loves himself a good road underdog spot. You worried about your Eagles this week covering the number, or just even winning the game outright?
1: Yeah, I think they win the game outright. But I did bet the Titans here. I went against my own team, so uh, you know it's going to be a rough week, (laughs) uh, you know, in Philadelphia. But listen, I think that you know it's Vrabel and in this spot, anytime you can get, you know, five, five and a half points with with the Titans is a road dog here. You have to take it, especially when you look at the Titans and just how they're built with the running game. We've seen that give Philadelphia some problems right against Washington. That's how Washington was able to keep Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and the explosive offense on the sidelines for most of the game. And I think Mike Brave, Vrabel does the same thing here, you know, with the Titans and Derrick Henry um, and the running game. So I think it is going to be a a much closer game i think that you know this thing should probably be down around three and a half four so uh getting it above the four and you know at five five and a half i think it is a pretty solid play here i think the eagles can win the game outright but it's going to be ugly it's just what Vrabel does, right? You know, he, he's been in this situation several times. He always seems to get the job done. So um, I think they're the right side here. I think the number is a little bit big, but hopefully the Eagles still pull it out. So that way I can get the best of both worlds.
0: You know, for years, it was obviously the Patriots dominating the division. The Bills have now sort of taken over that crown, but the Patriots have found their way to still be clearly competitive. They got one of the best defenses in the NFL. They're three-point dogs at home Thursday night against the Bills when you look at this game, do you see an opportunity here for New England to, I guess the best way for them to come out would be running the football and just playing a physical defense. I Because for me, I'm a little concerned about Buffalo and the way they played recently. They feel fragile offensively. Josh Allen hasn't really been himself. I feel like there's an opportunity here for the Patriots as a three and a half point underdog to sneak in and win this game outright.
1: Yeah, I think their best shot, if they can muster up those 30-mile-per-hour wins to help them win in New England (laughs) last year in this matchup, I think that'll go a long way. But that might be their only shot. Like, this is a Patriots team that I think, we look at those defensive metrics, and I was on the Vikings, you know, on Thanksgiving, you know, we catch that, obviously a little controversial, uh, but... You know, it's just the Patriots. A lot of those defensive stats were against really bad teams. You know, you go up and down that schedule, and it's a lot of Zach Wilson. It's a lot of, you know, the Steelers and the Colts when they were at their worst. So I'm not really sold that this defense is as strong as they're supposed to be. And, you know, they didn't force Josh Allen to punt last year in that playoff game. They got, I get it that that was in Buffalo, but they got routed 47 to 17. And, you know, that game wasn't close. So I think there's a pretty big gap when we're looking at the Bills' offense and the, and the Patriots' defense, even though the Bills offense has struggled a little bit Josh Allen trying to do too much turning the ball over uh, especially in the red zone a lot and I think that's why you see this line kind of creeping down but you know offensively I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, the Bills get Tredavious White back. You know, they, they got a pretty good pass rush this year. I, I don't know. I think Mac Jones looked a little bit better. I think that would have had more to tell you about the Vikings secondary than it really did the Patriots offense. So um, I bet the Bills here, I think the number's short. Again, I you know, I think that they, they win this one pretty handily. It's probably going to be a lower scoring game. So, you know, don't expect 47 like we saw in last year's playoffs. But I think the Bills can get back on track. And I just think New England's probably going to end up you know, in that nine and eight range, you know, pretty much just an average team on both sides of the ball.
2: Mark, great matchup this week out in Santa Clara, the Dolphins and the 49ers Shanahan against McDaniel Niners, four and a half point favorites, the total 46 and a half. Have you made any plays yet in this game?
1: I haven't, but I, I think I'm leaning towards the Niners in this one. It's, you know, the Miami offense is so explosive, and we've seen it. That's that's what wins in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, you have playmakers like that, and the, and the key is is that, you know, Tua can get the ball out of his hands quickly and avoid the pass rush and get it to those playmakers. They can make plays. I mean, you know, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, um, they're going to get yards after the catch, and that's what they have to do because – um, they're going to get crushed by the pass rush of the Niners. The Niners' defense is is so good up front. And, it, you know, Miami, I don't think, has really played a lot of teams that have been able to exploit that the way San Francisco can. So, um, you know, and I think that it'll be interesting to see kind of, you know, How much Shanahan's able to prepare, you know, with the familiarity between the two coaches, you know, with each other. But I I just really think it's that San Francisco defensive line. It's going to be, you know, the difference in this game. You know, when I look at these two teams, I think that's going to be the dominant unit. And if, if Miami can't get it going offensively, they're in big trouble because defensively, you know, I don't think they're going to be able to stop the Niners and Niners, you know it been one of the uh, most efficient, I shouldn't say best, but probably the most efficient offenses in the league since they made that trade for Christian McCaffrey. So I think they're going to be able to score enough points here. Um, But I think, you know, the Miami offense will be a little boomer, boss, still get some big plays. But um, I think that, you know, the San Francisco defensive line is really going to be the story in this game.
0: Yeah, and the Niners doing that with Jimmy Garoppolo, who they were going to trade and then didn't trade. And we know how that all worked out in the end. worked out well for them, being able to have him back out there. The Niners have the third best odds right now at plus 600 at bet MGM to win the Super Bowl. What do you think the ceiling is for them? Because we've seen this before. We've seen them get to a Super Bowl with Garoppolo. We've seen them last year losing the NFC title game. Could it be different this year?
1: It could, but I don't think it's going to be. I think, you know, when you look at the Niners, one of the most important things is, is, why they have so much success in the playoffs is they're built differently. Like Kyle Shanahan built that team. You know, they they get into the playoffs. A lot of people are trying to mimic, you know, the explosive offenses. Miami, the Colts, the not the Colts, the Chiefs, the Bills, like those offenses, right? And then they run up against you know, a team that's the 49ers that just want to kind of run it down your throat and get yards after the catch with Debo. And and it's it's a tough matchup for a lot of teams, so like from a roster perspective, just, you know, having the defensive players to deal with all the weapons that Kyle Shanahan has. But I think that you know, the biggest problem that I have with them is, is that it was all on the table last year. And we just saw Kyle Shanahan continue to get kind of tight in these big games, you know, punting in, in, you know, less advantageous spots, you know, like inside their own 40 and whatnot, playing field position. And I, I just, I'm not convinced that he can kind of, you know, Get the team prepared and do the right things to get them over the hump. I feel like I've seen them get far into playoffs long enough, uh, plenty of times. And he's just kind of, I don't want to say he's dropped the ball, but he's just made some questionable decisions in some big spots. I think the NFC at the top is going to be really competitive, obviously, with the Eagles. There's uh, some other teams in the mix. Dallas is looking, you know, strong as well. Um, so I, I think that they'll be right there, but I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be Kyle Shanahan, I think, has got to change his decision-making if I'm going to get comfortable with him to actually win the Super Bowl.
2: Talk with Mark Drumheller from Yahoo Sportsbook. Championship weekend on Saturday, Mark, in college football. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in the final installation of the college football playoff? Do you think USC and TCU both win? this weekend, and we know that our four teams are going to be USC, TCU, Georgia, and Michigan, or do you think that one of those teams can struggle and maybe Ohio State and Bama can slide in there?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's probably not going to go the way we think it is, right? If we learned anything from the entire season, it's not going to go the way we think it is. It's not going to be clear-cut and clean like we want it to be. Um, I like TCU against Kansas State. I think that, you know, defensively they've really stepped up towards the end of the year. I think they can, you know, get enough big plays on offense to get the job done against Kansas State. I USC, it, it, it's tough for me to read. Like, I'm on the team total over there. I think that's low at 34 and a half. Um, you know, they're a team that scored 38 or more points um you know in 10 of 12 games and i think you know we saw them put up you know 42 against utah and their only loss it's a revenge spot for them which you know makes you kind of want to lean usc um, it's on a fast track you know they should be able to utilize their offensive players well but i just say it's hard with that defense and being able to trust them and especially like i wouldn't want to lay the three points with usc but then you know you don't know what you're going to get out of utah so i think that if there is one of the teams to slip up, I think it is going to be USC, and then that will kind of open the door for you know a team like Ohio State. But I'm rooting to get some new blood in there. I would like to see TCU and USC in the playoff, even though Lincoln-Riley – has kind of showed us he's not going to be real competitive in that situation. It would still be fun to get a different team in there.
0: You now Georgia sitting as a 17 and a half point favorite in that SEC title game against LSU. I, that that's a monster number for something like that, especially in the SEC. I, it is interesting cuz Georgia went 6 and 6 against the spread this year. LSU was 4-0 after allowing more than 200 rushing yards in their previous game. Now, I know that that's a crazy trend. I love finding those sometimes. Because sometimes they can just be crazy and sometimes they actually can help you if you're trying to sit there and figure out which side you're going to be on. Where are you on this, especially with that big number for Georgia?
1: Yeah, this is a wait and see, right? Because, you know, Jalen Daniels, we got to make sure that he's healthy. He's ready to go. Um, That's going to be huge. We'll definitely see some live movement when we get some confirmation on that. And, um, you know, how is Georgia going to approach this game? You know what I mean? Like they're pretty much it's you know, not as important as, you know, we would have hoped as fans for this game to be. Georgia pretty much has things locked up. Um, So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they you know tackle the game from that perspective but um I can't back you know LSU here they've been a great underdog this season like in the underdog role you know I want to say that they're you know I think three four and one somewhere around that area so they've been a good bet but just a lot of I gotta see where Daniels is at I gotta see where the number kind of moves um you know before I make a play here but you know everything being equal you know I, I think Georgia can cover this number. I think they're good enough um, to do that. But it's just a, a tough game to handicap because of so many variables. But I, I think Georgia wins it pretty handily.
2: Got about a minute and a half left, Mark. How about some of the other games? Everybody's going to talk about the Power Five championship games. But, you know, you have Conference USA, North Texas, UTSA. Got the Sun Belt with Coastal and Troy. Mountain West, Boise, Fresno, AAC, Tulane in Central Florida. Any of those smaller school games, the group of five games that, uh, that you like, any picks you made?
1: Not yet, but you know, listen. The one game that I do like is North Carolina against Clemson. Clemson laying seven and a half. I just think that number is just way too big. You know, we've seen the Clemson defense get exposed. Uh, you know, they got run up by Spencer Rattler last week in in a game where I you know laid a big number with Clemson, thinking that they would show out for the committee, and they didn't. And I just can't trust that defense in this spot. North Carolina. You know, from an explosive play standpoint, you know, I think they're seventh in the country at 20-plus passing plays. Um, And, you know, Wake Forest is right up there. We saw what Wake Forest did to this Clemson defense. So Clemson a little bit healthier on defense, but I can't trust them to lay this kind of number. So, you know, as far as the other games, I really – I did place a bet on North Carolina at seven and a half, and I do like them in this matchup.
0: Good stuff, Mark. Thanks for coming on with us.
2: Thanks,
1: Mark. All right. Thanks for having me,
0: guys. All right. And that was Mark Drumheller on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America. Get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more.